Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Israel had been slaves, but were slaves no longer. Because the Lord God saw fit to deliver them from their bondage. And after plagues had come upon the land of Egypt, the final plague, the death of the firstborn was about to strike the land, yet Israel would be spared and Israel would be free. The blood of the Lamb made it so. Israel went from bondage into service to the Lord God, freed from their chains in Egypt, but now called to serve the one who delivers them. And in remembrance of this deliverance, the children of Israel were to yearly celebrate the Passover feast. And so naturally, Jesus did. We read in Matthew's Gospel that on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? Of course, Jesus would eat the Passover. Of course, he would keep the feast. Because Jesus keeps what the Father commands of Israel. It was not just a single day of Passover feast, but an entire period of unleavened bread where the people of Israel, like at that first Passover, were to remove all the leaven from their homes, all the yeast that would be used in bread. The reason was quite simple. There's no time to be waiting around for your bread dough to rise Israel needed to be ready to be delivered. The Lord would do it in a night. When he struck down the firstborn of Egypt, Israel would be freed. And so, each year, the Israelites would remove the leaven from their homes. They would eat the Passover lamb. And just like God had commanded Israel to do from that Passover, all the firstborn were to be consecrated to the Lord. We read, for example, in Luke chapter 2, where Joseph and Mary brought the child Jesus to the temple on the 40th day for Mary's rite of purification and to offer the proper sacrifice to redeem the firstborn son. Because every firstborn belongs to the Lord. And it was, of course, no different for the firstborn Son of God, His only begotten, Jesus Christ. He keeps the Passover, and yet... This firstborn Son of God, the only begotten Son, 
will be struck down anyway. Betrayed by one of his closest followers. Abandoned by all the others. He would go into death nonetheless. Because you see, Jesus isn't just the keeper of the Passover. Jesus comes to become the Passover. He is, of course, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Lamb who comes to give his body to say, take, eat. This is my body given for you. Take, drink. This is my blood of the covenant for the forgiveness of your sins. You see, like Israel, you who eat this Passover tonight, and as we do week after week, and on all sorts of different feasts and festivals, as part of the center of the life of our congregation, we eat this meal, this Passover, this Jesus, in remembrance, in remembrance that we were slaves, but we are not any longer. We are no longer slaves to sin. For the one who comes, the firstborn of God, his only begotten, is rejected in order that your sin might be forgiven. He becomes the lamb of the Passover, the Passover meal itself for you and for me. So that you would be free from your slavery. And free you are. Though like Israel, as they journeyed to their land of promise, they would continually look back and long for their slavery. They grumbled against the Lord in the wilderness about the food, about the difficulty finding water. They actually longed for their captivity, and so do those who were once slaved to sin. Don't we continually look back to what we were from what we have been freed by the blood of Jesus? Don't we continually turn our back on our Lord and go back to sin, back to vice, back to weakness, back to temptation, back to the things from which we are already free? And so the Lord Jesus gives us this Passover himself, this meal, to remind you of who you are. You were a slave to sin. You were in bondage. But in the words of St. Paul, if the blood of Jesus sets you free, you will be free indeed. You are freed from sin and called to remember that deliverance in the very body and blood of the Lamb given to you this night 
and all throughout the life of his church. You, like Israel, are on your way to a land of promise. A new heaven, a new earth, a new Jerusalem, a new creation for his new Israel. And so tonight, in this meal, our Lord Jesus prepares for you. He calls you to turn toward him, to receive him, to turn back toward him away from your sin, and to look forward to the future and promise he has stored up for you. He told his disciples, I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. He gave the meal to his disciples and said, I will not drink this fruit of the vine again until I do it with you in my Father's kingdom. Among all the ways in which Holy Scripture loves to depict Heaven, I already mentioned, new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem, a paradise, the Garden of Eden. Tonight we are mindful that heaven is a feast where Jesus will feast with us. Tonight, he is not sitting at the table beside you but is the very food and drink that is given to you. For you, who once were slaves to sin, death, and the devil, but are no longer. God grant that this Passover, which is Jesus Christ himself, would be more than just a remembrance of how we've been delivered. But our very deliverance even now, as we continue in sinful flesh to look back on our captivity, to fall back into the life we have been called out of, so he even delivers us now and feeds us a Passover. He remains the firstborn who kept the Passover and yet was given into death anyway. And yet Jesus himself knows that he will eat and feast with his disciples once again. God give you hearts and eyes to look upon that blessed kingdom of the Father where Jesus will feast with us for all eternity. And God grant us repentance by his Holy Spirit to turn away from our sin and the captivity which Christ freed us from on his cross and look upon him who pours out the fruit of his cross his body and blood given to us 
this very night. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.